drinking wine. Woo! So today we are drinking, um, it's a white wine, it's organic, <clears throat> Domaine de Peugeot, and um, it's a combination of four white wines. Let me do this. Let <laughs> me do this. It's a combination of four white wines, white, white wine? <laughs> White wine. Wait, how many whites are in a wine? <laughs> it's just a blend. <laughs> how many whites does it take to make a wine? <laughs> um, Sauvignon, Colombard, Ougni Blanc, Gros Marseille. So there's um, four types of white wines. And it's organic. And um, I got it at a really cute wine shop in... Was that Tribeca? Where were we this weekend? What area was that? Oh, I think it was Tribeca. Financial District, yeah. Yeah, Financial District, Tribeca. Um, It also has a twist-off cap, so you're not going to hear a cork, um, because I'm real. (laughs) (laughs) I'm of the people. We at Black Girls Drinking Wine are huge fans of twist-off caps. I hope hope it's good. (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) I just thought it was so cute. Wait, do you buy wines based on the label? Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> All the time. You know when they say don't judge a book by its cover? That's me in the wine shop. Oh my god. You're like, oh my gosh, look at the grapes in the background. This must be a really good one. Yeah. Or you know how some of them have, like the label is like um it's like slightly tinted, so it gives you a vintage look even though the year is twenty seventeen. I thought <laughs> All the time. I'm like, ooh, that looks good. 2017. <laughs> I cannot look at you. Bottled in Bushwick. And I'm like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh my gosh, so exotic. Ooh, oh. no, take a sniff. It's like, I'm, no. <laughs> oh my God. Take a sniff. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot of citrus notes. <laughs> Do you smell the citrus notes? I, I do. I predict it's going to be very acidic. I can already, my mouth is watering already by smelling it. <laughs> okay. My mouth right. is just watering because it's wine. Okay. All right. Okay. Ready? Cheers. Cheers. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Oh, wow. Those four white wines came together and made a party in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> It's so yummy. I, I'm into it. It's very light. I will say that it, it doesn't like have a very like heavy flavor. I was expecting more because there's four wines in there, but it's very light. It's definitely mm. a picnic wine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I posted it on our Insta story and Oh, oh wow. Oh, wow. Sorry. The kettle got ready faster than I thought it would. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's so hot. <laughs> I can put some ice cubes in the tea as you continue your sentence. 
Um, I, I actually forgot what I was saying. I don't know. <laughs> so God damn it, T, calm down. <laughs> I know you're piping hot, but bring it down. <laughs> so. Okay, guys, guess what? What? We got 200 followers! Cheers! Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for listening to our shenanigans. Keep listening. We have lots in store. And we can't wait to share all of our things with you guys going forward. I don't know why I just made this super formal. <laughs> because we have 200 followers now. Like we're, we're influencers at this point. <laughs> Basically we need to do like statements now. Oh my God. So we got into, we all got into college based on our intellect. Okay. Bye. No. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I bribed the SUNY system. <laughs> yeah, I definitely showed some ass to get into FIT. <laughs> um baby girl our favorite black girl of the moment jordan screaming head emojis i love screaming head emojis they're my favorite um she is out here posting and busy and booked she's currently on a europe tour launching her faux lash extension line and she's no longer wearing her natural hair she put in a blog wig a blonde wig today and people are going crazy everyone's like oh my gosh her hair is different and it's like it's a wig guys um and she's just posing and she looks so good she has such a glow about her that i feel like she never had when she was friends with kylie Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i don't know if like she had to dim her light because of kylie yeah but she just seems like a different person and also i never was following her before so i'm saying she seems like a different person but I really don't know what she was before that because <laughs> I only started following her because she broke up, quote unquote, Chloe's baby daddy ship. Yeah. Um, it was really funny when you, um, I had commented on a picture of Jordan, Jordan Woods and you replied, oh, I was just about to DM you this, but here you are in the comments. <laughs> I know, I literally was about to DM and I see, like, your Instagram handle underneath. And I was like, I'm going to send it anyway. Go off, queen. <laughs> I love that you guys are in cahoots with this story together. So are they not friends? Are her and Kylie, like, not friends? Like, for real? Yeah. They're like, they still speak, but they're not friends' friends. They're, like, neighborly. Really? Like a neighbor that you don't know their name, but you say hi when you take the trash out. Mm-hmm. That's what the relationship is like. Mm. But Jordan, you're doing amazing and you look amazing. Like F those non-black girls that want to be black girls. They're just jealous that you're actually a black girl. Exactly. They all want to be light-skinned black girls so bad. Ugh. They do. And they're not. I hate they're them. Nauseous. All right. Moving on to nauseousness. Um, oh. dun, dun, dun. Uh, <laughs> there's just a lot going on with Wendy Williams right now like I didn't even know she had a drug problem or an addiction problem 
un- like I know it was always like an underlining joke, like she looks like a crackhead or whatever. Wait, who said she looked like a crackhead? Not, but she always looked like she was on something, but like it was like a joke. Well, remember back when she had the radio show, or even I think in her book, like she had mentioned, like I was on, I was doing, even on the Wendy Williams show, she would say like, I had a struggle with cocaine and I did it like a lot and like a lot of substance abuse and stuff like that. Um, So like, obviously, unfortunately, like her sobriety is like an ongoing thing. Mm -hmm. New, this new, new, well, I guess it's not new, but she can't control it anymore. I don't know. I just think she has a lot of stuff going on. Like clearly. Okay. So her husband has not been faithful. One, two, there's clearly a baby involved. Like everyone, all just everyone has been saying it for years. Mm-hmm. And we all do not support Charlemagne in any capacity, but for Charlemagne to actually speak out and say, this guy's actually really bad news. I, I mean, come on. From one trash nigga to another, I mean, it's true. If they be ratting each other out, you know it's true. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Apparently, her husband's mistress just had a baby by him. Yeah, yeah and I think they're saying that that's what triggered her relapse. But it was really sad because she recorded a show, show as usual. Um, <coughs> excuse me. She recorded a show as usual. As usual went to her sober house, checked out of the sober house and then just got drunk. And like her, her people had to find her like her sober coach and all that. Like she was not in good shape and they had to take her to the hospital. She needs someone near. I just feel like she's going to do something to herself. Like she needs someone next to her. That's not her husband. It's scary because it kind of sounds like he's that no one can kind of get into that, like whatever dynamic that they have going on. Yeah. And this is it's like really stressful. Plus, she has like health issues going on. Like I know that like her son also had some like run-ins with like drug use. Like she's got a lot. Like what? how does but isn't her son like a kid? No, he's like eighteen now. I think he like, what? Her son is eighteen now. I think yeah. so. Remember on the show, like they were talking about, she took time off because he got wrapped up in K two. Oh my K two addiction. Yeah, I mean, there's just a lot going on in that house, and just for her own safety, she needs to lawyer up because this doesn't sound like a healthy environment for anybody. I just like am tired of like it being okay for men to just have babies while in wedlock or like just have babies in general with multiple women at the same time. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's very, I mean, obvi- like my dad had a kid the same time I was born, but I feel like, I don't know if it's just always been like that or social media, you're just seeing it more, but I feel like it's super normalized for men to just be having multiple babies at the same time. I have two cousins. Their birthdays are just a couple months apart. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And and same. Like my dad had a kid the same time that like my younger sister was born. I just think it whatever the behavior, it's been normalized and accepted that it's okay. And <laughs> it's not. Um, but yeah, there's something going on because just with her sobriety, like her relapse and just 
her health issues, like all that stuff like contributes to your health and your sobriety. Yeah. If you have all these external factors that's like affecting your life, like, yeah, it's scary. I'm nervous. <laughs> yeah, like what if she loses her show? Like what if the network is like, we don't want this on our show? Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That would like crush her. Yeah. What would you do for her living? I mean, she's like she will be okay, but for it for the show to have like like for her to lose the show because of all of this stuff that technically doesn't really have anything to do with her and more of her husband's bad behavior, I'm sorry, someone would have to die. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, I feel like every time you turn on the show, she just looks like she's literally about to mentally break down. So, I'm just prayers. devil's advocate. Yeah. But, Wendy, get better. We're praying for you. Mm-hmm. Moving on to another case. Jesse Smollett has been set free of all charges in regards to his mystery attack. Um, the, the cops basically dropped all charges against him. Mm-hmm. So I still have a lot of questions. I feel I don't know how I feel about it. You guys tell me. I, I, I've so yes, I too have a lot of questions. <laughs> <laughs> you can't answer me back with that. <laughs> I have questions. So do I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, like I've never seen any footage or any of the evidence that was like that that was discovered by the Chicago PD or that incriminated him in the first place um I think it's interesting that people were able to establish conclusions without seeing any of that Mm -hmm. and particularly the mayor of Chicago who is a piece of garbage saying Mm -hmm. that it was a failure in justice Oh yeah, I saw that. Like the charges were dropped, but I'm sorry, your city has one of the highest murder rates, but also one of the lowest convictions. So I don't know. You tell me. Like you want to decide, like when, like you know, injustices have been like carried out. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. And your city also has R. Kelly, so you have no leg to stand on. I mean, I just would say. I never, I, I just had a hard time believing that he would make the story up. And I can still acknowledge that there are holes in the story and there are things that don't make sense, but I just never felt like he just fabricated this and planned this and he was some sort of like criminal mastermind. So I mean, I'm happy that all the charges against him were dropped. And I really hope that he can move on from this and people won't shun him. And, you know, I hope hopefully this doesn't impact his career in a negative way. Yeah, I still I still want to know. I want to know if it's a yes or no. And I feel like that's kind of what why I'm still on the fence, because I'm still like, so was it? fake like what was the charges dropped because the cops didn't have evidence against you or the charges dropped because there really wasn't you really were telling the truth and I feel like that still has not been clarified yeah TBD Mm -hmm. moving on to more 
I feel like I'm like Channel Seven News. Uh, <laughs> Cardi, <laughs> Cardi B, uh, video has resurfaced recently with Cardi B talking about how she was ranting on how people were saying, as per usual, she doesn't deserve what the good that's coming to her life or like the recognition. And this was three years ago, and she was saying how she had to work for herself from the bottom. She had to strip. She used to like take guys home, like if they wanted to have sex with her, and then she would put drugs in their drink and then rob them and then leave. Uh, and now there's a whole thing about cancel Cardi B, and if it was a guy, then you guys would, you guys wouldn't let this pass. And she put out a statement saying like that was the past, and like obviously. Like she said, she's not going to lie. That was her life. But she also made an argument that male rappers do a lot of grimy shit and no one calls them out on it. They're just glorified in their rap songs about it. Like they literally say things like I kill people and bury people and no one calls them out about it. What about when Rick Ross talked about actually slipping a drug to a woman and fucking her when she was unconscious? What about that shit? Right. Yeah. I was just thinking. So he's kind of just like, F you guys. <laughs> I like, really think that wasn't an, she didn't apologize. She was just like, that's just what my life was. Like, that's what I did. I mean, I love her and I, I'm always rooting for her, but she needs media training. Like who's going to intervene and give this woman some media training? Yeah. I just, I mean, this video was three years ago. Right. But the thing is, it's kind of like... Her response to it was her response. But just... It's hard to say because it's like... There's so much access to pull up old shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But I mean, it's not something that should be dismissed. I mean, it's definitely something that, you know, like, upon hearing it, it's like, ugh. But at the same time, like she said... It's not like this is something that never, ever happened and no one ever did it or no one, like, it like it, it has happened. But just because, like, not just because, but, like, because of, obviously, she's super famous now. Everyone's like, oh, like, she needs to be canceled. And it's like, uh, hold up. Like, let's talk about, like, the issues surrounding or, like, those were her circumstances at the time. Yeah, other rappers rapping about reprehensible acts towards women just because they feel entitled to do so versus that's the circumstance I was in. So I had to do that. What? Like, yeah, whatever. Cardi B is not canceled and will never be canceled in my book. She did what she did. And that's that. She's a different person now. That's how I feel about it. I think this speaks to a larger conversation that has yet to be had in that culture about just how women especially are treated, but just like consent, sex, you know, just all of that. So until that happens, I'm not going to be up in hours talking about, oh, Cardi B did this like three years ago and like, you know, this is like not okay. And like, I want to remove her from like the entire Spotify catalog. No, I'm good. Yeah. Just hilarious is she's annoying. Well, I used to really like her. And then like 
something switched. And I was like, who? Like, I really used to, like, bust out. I used to, like, spend, like, hours looking at her videos. Like, I used to really look forward to her comments in the shade room. <laughs> and, like, something about her just, like, like, I remember when she got, like, the Rel show. And I was like, even though I think the show's corny, I was still happy for her. And, like, yeah. that she's, like, getting off a platform of social media, <clears throat> getting fucking real jobs. Mm-hmm. But she's just, like, what's wrong with her? She's a bird. So, I mean... she's legit a bird inflammation inflammation she's a bird um no i felt the same way too like i was like oh this is awesome like this like black woman is like on here and she's creating her content and i too thought the real show was corny but i like things that are corny so i actually low-key liked it (laughs) weirdo but i know but I feel like when I saw one of the several problematic things that she has been involved in as of late, to me, it just spoke to this larger thing. I don't even call it an issue. It's an issue, but like, it's such a multi-layered issue of like, Black people, because of course people are saying that, oh, like, are we going to like, you know support her the way that we support other like black male comedians when they get caught up in like problematic stuff for me it's just like black comedians in general there's this like acceptance of just ignorance in general whether it's ignorance towards like people who identify as homosexuals or just like anything that's not straight anything that's not hard anything that's too feminine anything that has to do with like the rights of other black women it's just like I just wish that she could understand, or in my opinion, this brand of comedy that she's kind of built and is like looking to kind of become successful in is like clouded in like misogynistic like properties from black men in particular. Because DL Hughley, Steve Harvey, Kevin, or all those other ignorant assholes have said and done several similar things. So like I just feel like her whole brand, like her whole brand of comedy or that whole brand of comedy, like I just can't fuck with it anymore because it is like rooted in continuing to promote ignorance. And that is why like that little apology that she gave, oh, I'm learning and I'm growing. Okay. Yeah. But like. Yeah. You said that after you all gave us, you gave us everyone the finger and said, fuck you. And yeah, I was right. And they're not on the plane anymore because yeah. I was right. Like, it's just like the same thing happens. It's like, oh, like, I'm not apologizing. Like, you're not going to get me to like, you know, apologize. This is, this is what I believe in, blah, blah, blah. You're allowed to believe in what you believe in. But when you have this platform, you kind of, it has to be more than just like, y'all, I'm not going to apologize because like, y'all not going to get me to just go along and believe what everyone else is telling me to believe. I was like, what? I'm like, how about you not talk? And then you wouldn't be like, I wish people would just like not talk. <laughs> you know how I don't talk? Like people should be more like me and just not talk. <laughs> and just like, <laughs> and then like, you wouldn't have to apologize all the time. <laughs> For me, the larger issue is just the brand of comedy, not from just her, but this brand of comedy with Black comedians that's just ignorant, homophobic as fuck, misogynistic, and it like they make millions and millions of dollars off of this kind of comedy. 
So when things like this happen, I just, for me, I have a hard time being like, oh, like, yeah, like you, I totally, or accepting any kind of like apology because it's just like, you're ignorant and you're, and you're continuing to perpetuate this like amongst your followers and like within our community. Like I can't, yeah, I don't like it. I don't even care enough about her to even say anything. (laughs) (laughs) Another heavy pour. Okay. How about no more more pour? (laughs) Moving on to happier news. Closing out on happier news. Issa Rae, cover of Essence, shining, glowing. Her melanin is like golden. Her hair is slicked. That edge control is slick. Tell us what edge control it is, please, Issa. I know. Her <laughs> body, she looks, she lost so much weight. She looks so good. Like, I just love her. I feel she looks the same. She lost she weight. She be hunkier when she first started. Remember um, the misadventures of Awkward Black Girl? Oh, yeah, I know. But, like, I feel like in between, like, Insecure, like, the first season and Really? Season one, go back and look at her season one. I mean, I think she always looked great regardless, but season one, she had more weight to her. Oh, okay. I'll have to I'll have to check. No, honestly, when I was like scrolling through my Instagram timeline and I saw the the first image where she's kind of wearing all white, I was speechless. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> so good. Like the makeup, the lighting, like the photo like just the set, like the clothes. My God, I have to go buy it, like the actual hard copy. But also, it's just, it means so much to see Black photographers, Black artistic directors. Um, a Black person was in charge of lighting. Like, you could just, she was really looking great. And that always makes my heart happy when it's not just oh, a Black person on the cover of a magazine, but you can tell that there were a team of Black people that were able to present her in great lighting. Because that's what she does on her show. Like, she really pays attention to how we are seen, not just, like, in a metaphorical way, but just literally, like, oh, we have to get this person in lighting and we need to use these colors because these colors, you know, are good for our skin tone and all that stuff. So... Really made my heart happy to see her. We love you, Isa. We love you so much. We love you so much. Like, you're just so... She's just so amazing. She's for the people. Like, she's for our generation. Like, I feel like 20 years from now, if we want want to summarize this time in our lives, we could always reference her. Like, also... She was in New Orleans when we were in New Orleans. Remember? I know. Did you see she had a party and we weren't invited? (laughs) Yeah. I was like, oh, if if I could have gotten to that party, that would have made my day. I know. And also, we will be going to see Little next month. We can't wait to see it. It looks super cute and super funny. All our faves are in it. Um, Also, I wanted to add a last minute tea time shout out. Go for it. So I saw us last weekend. Don't ruin it. To say anything about the plot of the film, other. (laughs) Okay, so Mickey is not here for this last minute tea time shadow, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Why isn't she here for it? 
you're mentioning us. What are you going to say about us without giving anything away? I just want to hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear what you have to say about us without giving it away. All I'm going to say is in the vein of like black, like artists and like cinematographer you're already giving away too much just stop I talking thank about you. It. no i'm not thank you, you are. just stop talking about it i'm not gonna stop talking about it i saw it I'm, it was I'm amazing listening. i suggest that everyone go see it i'm about to see it again this weekend again it was great whatever anyways black excellence whether you guys like it or not no one's saying that it's not Okay, whatever. You you know that we just don't want to run the risk of like a spoiler or something. I nothing I said spoiled it. You were about to talk about components of the film. You started Okay, about- first of all, cinematography, artistic direction, that has literally nothing to do with the plot. It has everything to do with the film. What are you talking nothing about? Has everything to do with the film. Have you seen it? Makes Have the you film. Just we oh, oh, you have neither of you have seen it. Okay, so you don't oh, Mickey okay. and I will see it together since you already saw it. That's a lie. <laughs> I'm actually really afraid to see it. Thank you. I... Shit, let me finish talking. But I yeah, we don't get to talk for Mickey. I do want thank thank you, Ming. But I do wanna um support, so I'm probably just gonna buy a ticket and not go. I'm just too scared. <laughs> That's fair. Okay. And Ming, I know you haven't seen it. Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> Hater. Moving on. Topic of the day. Yes. By Miss Mickey Baby. Miss Mickey Baby. <laughs> Ugh, I hate her. Love her. Long live Juicy. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. Okay. So for the first time ever, we developed a <laughs> a really bad case of writer's block. You know, we usually have an outline prepared um, no later than the morning of our recording day. And today, <laughs> really hard for us. <laughs> you bitches are so fucking rude. You can't even let me set my shit up. I'm trying to give it a classy, well-worded intro. This is not that kind of show. And you sloppy bitches. (laughs) Okay, I'm done. Should I take it from the top? Are we going to edit this? Just continue. What do you mean? Oh, okay. I'm not taking it from the top. What do you... You didn't even say anything. Nightly news. (laughs) (laughs) listen y'all the black ass bottom line is is this was struggle news city this week okay (laughs) so mickey had the great idea okay so we had writer's block which was a first for us and then i was like inspired by that and i said well let's actually talk about our firsts and no not in like a dirty way like oh my god tell me about your first time because like I don't want to recap how I lost it in a gas station bathroom. No, I'm just kidding. So <laughs> you're not kidding. <laughs> Ew, a gas station bathroom. Yuck. Um. Anyways, so I am going to ask you, ladies, about some firsts, and you are going to share your answers 
Um, to everyone listening, they have not seen any of my questions, so they are going to be completely caught off guard. And let's begin. <clears throat> Wait, do you also? I will share. How should we share? Should we do it in alphabetical order? What do you mean alphabetical order? Make sure like, oh, you just go first, you go second, or or we're just going to like chomp at the bit and just Wait. answer. Go for it. We'll chomp at the bit. We Wait. like chomping. You guys, okay. I just realized something. What? Our initials, as I say, like had something to do with money, but I just realized that this wine is getting to me and I realized that that acronym actually does not mean money. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Isn't it so good? It is really good. Yeah. It kind of sneaks <laughs> up on you. You're like, whoa. Right. Um, okay. First thing you do when you wake up in the morning. <laughs> I can go. Right. Um, I hit snooze seven times. <laughs> I yep yep hit snooze at least six or seven times (laughs) I hit snooze and then I also say why do I have a job (laughs) (laughs) I "I hate my job (laughs) then I go back to sleep also my alarm is bitch better have my money so I every time I jump up it's like bitch better have my money I'm like oh my gosh so that was my hit snooze. It'll come back and be like, bitch, better have my money. <laughs> I just visualized that, actually. It's so aggressive. I believe you. That's great. Um, first app you check when you wake up in the morning. Instagram. Or my stock investment app. Um, it's actually my text messages. I tend to get lots of, sorry. I just tend to get messages because I think I go to sleep the er- second earliest of all of my friends. Yeah, I check my messages first because <laughs> <laughs> you guys know I'm I am in REM sleep by 9:45. <laughs> so I miss out on so many good conversations and then I feel bad in the morning. Like what what if one of you needed to talk to someone and you had a hard time? You could never call me in the middle of the night because I am dead to the world. Basically. I catch up on all the messages. I'm like, oh my God, I missed so much. But then if I go to respond at 5 a.m., I'm not getting responses till like two hours later, the earliest. True, true. Okay. Um, first broken bone. Hmm. I guess my ankle. Mm. Oh my god. Oh my god. I know. So sad. Uh I've never broken anything, but I had a severely sprained pinky toe when I was like 13. Ooh. <laughs> when I was in third grade, I um fell downstairs in school and <laughs> Why? Why are you laughing? (laughs) And I broke my, one of my bones in my leg and my ankle. And I had to. Yeah. And that's when I really learned that people were just not shit on public (laughs) transportation. (laughs) So let's see. Okay. Let me see. Third grade. Okay. I was eight years old. So that was in the year 1994. So even back in 1994, people weren't shit. 
Picture an eight-year-old in in crutches and a cast, and people still wouldn't get up on the subway to let me sit. That was so in 1994. So, yeah. <sighs> um, okay, first foreign country you ever visited. Does Miami count? <laughs> I mean, it's technically Haiti, so yeah. <laughs> Guyana. <laughs> Me too, girl. Guyana. <laughs> Barbados. <laughs> okay. Um, first, okay, do you guys have your phones near you? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I want you to open up Instagram. Okay. Go to your profile and scroll down to your first post. What is your first post on Instagram? Okay. <laughs> I remember what it was. It was a very deep quote because I had gone off of social media. I had deleted my social media because of my ex and I was like depressed. Yeah. So I posted this. Remember that there are two kinds of pain. Pain that hurts and pain that changes you. But when you accept life, instead of resisting it, both kinds help you grow. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That March like, 17, 2014, three likes. <laughs> my my first post also had three likes. Wow. Oh, and it's um Stella saying, Welcome back. Your name should be King Davis. Wow. Oh. And it's my cousin Junior saying, We back in session. First Ooh. post back preaching knowledge. Oh my God! Stella also liked my first post. Oh, yeah. It says, you know, it's so funny. I clicked on it because it says three people, and now it's only two people because I realized that third person must have been my ex who I blocked. Ah, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of exes, my first post was a picture of my ex. <laughs> April, April let me see. April 29th. Wait, 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 wait. Wow, she's and it's the the caption is my baby daddy. Can you please send a screenshot right now? <laughs> right now. We are not recording anymore until you send me this. And it only has one like, and it's from my little sister. Aww. My baby daddy, aka Jesus, aka. Don't read the rest of it. <laughs> I'm not. Calm down. And there were two comments. One from, yep, just one from my cousin, Ryan. And the other comment was me responding to Ryan. So, yes, my first post on Instagram was my ex, Jesus. <laughs> uh, my first post is captioned Saturday mornings. And it's a view of my bedroom window as the sun is rising. Ugh, I miss old Instagram. The filters were trash, though. Let's yeah. be real. No, it was just so, like, pure. And, like, people, you would post things not... It was just so, like, not complicated. Mm. I could totally see you posting something like that. Um, what is the first makeup item you put on your face mm, concealer mm-hmm. first makeup item mm-hmm. uh primer makeup primer 
I actually like to put my concealer on top of my powder. So I put powder first and then I dot under my eyes with concealer. Hmm. First, first time you ever got in trouble at home or at school. Well, we're all West Indian, so those are the same thing. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. What was the question? <laughs> first time you got in trouble at home or at school? First time I got in trouble. I mean, I'm sure I've gotten in trouble lots of times, but the first time that I remember was, remember, like, what do you call those cameras? Disposable cameras. Mm. Mm-hmm. I had like used like one of my sister's disposable cameras. Just like I took it to school and I was like, just taking random pictures. So then my sister like went to go use it. And then I guess there wasn't any more left. So then they told me I would have to buy back a disposable camera in order. And like, I was like, I don't have any money. And they're like, well, <laughs> They're like, and also keep in mind that my sisters are like 20 years older than me, 25, <laughs> 20 years older than me. And they're like, well, you have to like collect cans and take it to the supermarket and like cash them out so you can get cash. So then I started crying and I was like, I don't want to be in the street. I was like, all the creepy people are by the can machine. And they're like, no, they're like, no, just start like keeping the cans in the house and then go to Farmbria. Remember the last episode I told you about Farmria? They used to have a can machine. Yeah. And it was all like the creeps would hang out by there. And they're like, you have to go there in order to pay for the camera. And I started crying. And oh my God. And they finally told me, they were like, no, we're just joking. You don't have to. Wow. (laughs) That is traumatic. And it didn't even happen to me. (laughs) What about you guys? Um, I, one of my earliest memories was, um, I, I must've been about three. I was a very bored child. I was very bored. And, um, I would, I would spend a lot of time with my grandma and, you know, she moved around slow and I was real fast. So what I did was, um, I took a permanent marker and I drew all over the television. Wow. Yeah. I was like three. And I fully remember knowing that I should ha- should not have done that. I remember <laughs> that. I remember being told not to do it. I remember doing it and knowing I had no business doing it. It was a red marker. I, rem- I had it all over my hands, everything. I remember. Yeah. And I wasn't a bad kid or anything. That was just like a, a very rare occasion. I, I was pretty well behaved in general, but I don't know. <laughs> It was wilding on the TV. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> hmm? Did she beat you? I don't remember getting beat. My, gra- my grandma didn't beat me. That's my grandma. <laughs> my sweet angel. I never had a grandma, so I don't really know what that relationship's like. <laughs> it's really magical, and I wish my grandma was still here. Aww. Mm-hmm. Um... I don't think I got in trouble at school that much. So I think it was when 
I think we've been three or four. Um, and I had this obsession with like not doing things I wasn't supposed to, but just being idle and doing things I wasn't supposed, <laughs> supposed to. So um, I had discovered scissors, which I wasn't supposed to be playing with. And I remember my mom was on like the, the, the phone with the long cord. Mm-hmm. And I was just cutting up paper. Oh my god! My mom is on the phone, and I just cut the phone cord. And mom goes, "Hello, hello!" And then, like, <laughs> she looks down at me, and I just have the other piece of the cord in my hand, and the scissors in the other. Um, she beat me into next week. <laughs> evil, evil child! Oh my god! You're so evil. You're still the same. <laughs> Kind of. <laughs> Nothing has changed. First celebrity crush. I'll go first. Michael. Okay. <laughs> okay, you go first. Oh my god, did the wine come out of your nose? It did. Oh shit. Oh I just god. snorted the wine out of my nose. What? <laughs> you guys are so disgusting. Um, no, I I thought that I was gonna marry Michael Jordan when I was a, when I was a little girl. No. I thought Michael Jordan was my husband. I was like, I'm gonna marry him. Like he was just. I've always been addicted to chocolate. Let me just say that my whole life, I've always loved the chocolate. Mm. Sorry. Go ahead. What was your first crush, guys? First celebrity crush. Um, mine was Michael Jackson, actually. <laughs> oh my god! How old were you when this was happening? Like, <laughs> why did you ask that? <laughs> I mean, I know this is bad timing, but like, right. I I genuinely want to know how old you are. For, listen, for our listeners, this is about to be some sensitive material. Uh, I think it was like nine and I would, oh I would write letters to him and I would give them to my mom thinking that she was mailing them. Do you know what she was doing with them? Shredding them? No, she was keeping them like in a drawer or something. So years later, I found these like letters. To Michael Jackson? Yes. Wait, what did you say in the letters? I like had this like weird, possibly like obsessive thing where I had it in my head that we like he knew who I was and that we were friends and that we were going to like be like together. It was so scary. Oh my gosh. Wow. Wow. You have <laughs> Okay, what you guys are did you know? Both attracted to men twice. <laughs> oh, no. yeah. Well, that was, you know, I, I don't know. That what you asked. So I'm telling you, that's my truth. <laughs> this is hilarious. <laughs> Michael Jordan, Michael Jackson. Where's Michael Johnson? I'm kidding. I'm like Michael Jackson. Um, my first celebrity crush. Hmm. I don't know if I. I guess I don't. I can't say anyone conf- confidently. 
Usher or Bow Wow? Like all those boys. <laughs> on the millennial toy right now. <laughs> Anyone on the millennial toy? Basically, we're my first celebrity <laughs> crushes. Like I remember having dreams about like B2K coming to my house and like sitting on my front steps and like and like feeling like very like it was like very real. Mm. And I would wake up and it was not real. Those are the worst. I know when the dreams seem so real, oh, I get so angry. Yeah. First meal you ever learned how to cook? Pancakes. Yeah, oh, plantain fritters. Okay, first of all, why aren't you making plantain fritters for me, bitch? <laughs> because I don't eat them anymore and they're full of carbs. Oh, Lord. Um, <laughs> you know what? Honestly, I, I, I really, I started cooking at an early age. I do know that. And I, I think maybe the first thing I learned how to do was boil an egg. I think that was like the first thing, like hard boiled eggs I could make and I could make egg salad from oh wow like make an egg it's not that hard it's the egg and then the mayo and then the mustard and then you know the salt and the pepper and I could do that yeah and I'd sometimes I'd make I'd make stuff for my grandma I make stuff for my grandma she'd eat it she'd be like it's good like oh (laughs) yeah so sweet um Ming I said it. Sorry, this wine is like really. (laughs) Um, Okay. First friend in college. I guess it would be my friend Tiffany. Mm. (laughs) Well, I guess I went to two different colleges. But I only count her as my first friend because we're still friends to this day. Wait, you did? Yeah, I started studying architecture. I used to go to City Tech. Oh, wow. smarty pants. I'm not smart. <laughs> yes, you are. I never thought uh, about you. So interesting. Wow. Mm-hmm. What else are you hiding from me? <laughs> Nothing. Um, yeah, I guess I would say Tiffany. What about you guys? Uh, my first friend I made in college was Amanda. Um, and we've been through a lot together, but to this day, we still keep in touch every now and then. Yeah. Amanda. Um, my first college friend, I met, yeah, it's my college roommate, Madonna, actually. We met on the college tour before we even got in <laughs> and we had stayed in touch or we exchanged parents, parents, my God, numbers, because our parents was like, oh, you guys are two black girls. You guys should stay in touch. Mm-hmm. And we were both from Brooklyn. Um, so, yeah, I my, love it. my college roommate. First job. Working at a daycare. How old are you? No, at the school program. How old are you? 
the age that as soon as you get 14, what's the first, the oh, earliest yeah, you start working? The, yeah, like yeah, a yeah. permit or something. Yeah. <laughs> Mine was 16. Although I should have been working earlier, but I think my parents were concerned about like my schoolwork and like my workload and then being able to work, whatever. So 16, I was a tutor. Actually, you and I tutored together at some point. Yeah, but by that point, it was like my third job. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... Like you put years in by then. Yeah, the four hundred one k at like sixteen. <laughs> Y'all don't understand the struggle. As soon as I turned fourteen, I was so mad because I was like, "Why can't I have a summer birthday?" Turned fourteen in November, I had to wait till the next summer to get a job, and you know you had to have that blue card. Oh my gosh! I was I started working at fourteen, and I never looked back. <laughs> <laughs> there used to be this program in my thirties, please place called Sharosa mm-hmm. and parents would drop their kids off in the morning and you literally would sit in like the lobby and they would like call kids for jobs mm. so it'd be like and you'd have to wait all day like I literally would sit there like from like 9 a.m till 3 p.m and like I never used to be picked wow and then finally I don't even remember how I got that job maybe I was picked finally and like you wouldn't go to lunch, like you just sit there, like waiting for them to call out someone's name for a job. Wow, it was a very weird system. I um, I think my first job was when I worked with Chase. It was like some internship program. Oh, you got a good job. Yeah, I saved <laughs> a lot. Oh no, 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 that was not my first first job. Sorry, I worked um, I worked at my high school that first summer that I was fourteen. But then eventually I had a good job with Chase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I think I worked as, um, I worked in the office during the summer. Because I remember make like, I would be at the desk answering phones and stuff. So yeah, that was my first, first job. Aw, mm-hmm. shout out to Benjamin Banneker Academy for community development. Hey! <laughs> um, and shout out to BBACD for me finding Mickey. Yeah. For those who don't know, we went to high school together, and she liked my glasses, and the rest is history. Yeah, that was it. Um, what is your first thought in response to something um, complicated? <laughs> <laughs> like, what type of complicated? Anything complicated. What's your first thought? I don't know. Like, how do I make this easier? Or can I just ignore this? (laughs) It's either, can I ignore this? And if I can't ignore this, I'm like, okay, how can I make this easier? I think about my, this, it's like, whenever I'm at work, this is like when I have this issue pop up the most. Like my first thought is right on fucking time in my head, in my head, I'm thinking that. Right on fucking time. Is that your sarcasm? Your sarcasm in my head. Like my, I'm really snarky in my head. Oh my god! If these kids only knew what I was thinking. Uh, Not just in your head, but okay. That's not just okay. And then in my real life, I don't give a fuck. I'm like, "Ah." hmm. It's yeah. My first thought is, can we like why? Like it's it's more of a uh, 
something else I have to do or something else that's going wrong, great. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Disgusted by the problems that come up at work. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. Ming. Sorry. Yeah. What? What's your first thought? I told you already. Oh, I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm, so, I'm like really feeling this one. My bad. Really, clearly, Stella's the only person that matters because every time I talk, it seems like you're just no. not paying attention to me. Because you go before her. Okay, sorry. Um, first concert you ever attended. First what? Concert that you attended. Um, Beyonce. Fan pit sang with her. Can Aww. we get into it? <laughs> it was so um, good. We like we said, this is why your hair grows the way it does now because you sang with her. <laughs> I, I ran my fingers through her hair when she was like banging her head on the stage. Right. I did a lot of things to her that I probably wouldn't be able to do to her today. No. Okay. <laughs> Everything happens for a reason. Not at all. Timing is key. Yeah. This is why my mom had me 30 years after the rest of my siblings. <laughs> <laughs> for that moment. For that specific moment with Beyonce. <laughs> like, you know when everything clicks and you're like, this is why. Oh this God. is why. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember, to be honest. I would like to say that it was the Beyonce Sasha Fierce tour. But I also feel like, I don't know, it may have been like a summer stage concert or something. Actually, it might have been a summer stage concert where Q-Tip was at. And then he's like, Q-Tip sweated on me. And then Diddy came out yes. as a surprise guest. Yes. That was my first concert. Were you there? I was there. Yes. Yeah. I have like close up pics of Q Tip. Same. Oh, he is so gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, Q Tip? Yeah. Q Tip? Q Tip, Q Tip. Because he had released, um, it wasn't Abstractionisms. It was, oh, I forgot the name of that album that he released, his solo project of many. But that one was really, really good. I actually still play that album from time to time. Oh, when you said Q-tip, I was thinking of Ice Cube. Bye, bye. (laughs) Do you see why we make fun of the age gap? Like, there's a gap here. It's not a lot of time, but you're (laughs) era. Are you serious right now? I'm huge. Yeah. I'm convinced it's your era. It's your era. I'm telling you. What is the age gap? How old are you? We're 32. Yeah. There's something there. Yours is very nothing there. Yours is very 99 2000. Yeah. Like strictly 99. I don't think it's the age gap. I think it's just a preference in music. Mm, no. no. Other <laughs> okay. Not in like a kind of shit. What other things? I mean, clearly you from your response, you guys clearly have had discussions about this. So what other things? Whoa, we've talked about this. Uh, like I make fun of this all the time with you. <laughs> Listen to the previous episodes. <laughs> we love each other here at Black Girls Drinking Wine. I don't 
I feel like the way you guys both you you guys probably just both looked at each other and made a sound. So clearly, you guys have been talking about this. So what other things are obvious that what there's an gap? White wine combination. What the fuck is this jungle juice? We're a growing community here at Black Girls Drinking Wine, where we promote love and community. <laughs> I'm gonna blame the alcohol. All right, next question. <laughs> oh wait, my first concert. Um, I saw the Roots. Mm. I like them. I would see them a million more times. Every time you see them, it's different because they like improvise a lot. Um, but wait, I'm blaming the wine. I just want to point out that during that time, Q-Tip was performing as opening with the roots because of that album. No, this was way back. I was in high school. The first time I went to my first concert. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, first person you text when something exciting happens. <coughs> Honestly, for me, it's you guys and my sister. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah, you guys, Andrea, and Han. Yeah, same. It's mostly you guys. Yeah. Are you texting Han too, man? <laughs> yeah, I'm texting oh, Han. Oh my god. Honestly though, sometimes I Han and I do text when exciting <laughs> things are happening in Stella's life. What? Like what? I know we don't really talk to you about it, but we just like need to debrief with each other. Like, what the fuck is happening? Isn't that so weird? Why is that a thing? No, it's not weird. It's weird that I don't know. Oh, I'm sorry. So me and your best friend. <laughs> Have our own secret conversations about you. Okay. So, anyways, Ming. <laughs> I mean, I feel like by the end of this, none of us are going to be friends because, like, you guys are just revealing a lot tonight <laughs> that I just cannot move forward from. Ming, baby, I love you. What's happening? Baby, please. Baby, please. Okay. Whatever. Um, first thing you do when you get home. Like, I go in my bed. What's your routine? Like, you get inside. What's the first thing you're doing? Come on. I'm taking off my shoes, and then I go to my room. I undress, and then I get in my bed. Or sometimes I'll wash my face and then get in my bed. But my bed is touched as soon as I walk in. <laughs> After I get out, once I get settled, then I leave my bed, and then I, like, continue on. Oh. I just kind of... As you were saying it, I was like visualizing it. <laughs> kind of creepy, but weirdo. I know. Um, I take off my shoes. I drop my bag probably on my dining room table. Um, I take off my coat and I change into my pajamas. <laughs> I um, I pick up my mail. I take my shoes off. I take my coat off. Um, it, depending on the kind of mail it is, I like to open it up right away, unless it's like junk mail that I'm like, whatever, but I just really like getting mail. I do. It's so exciting. I love getting mail. (laughs) Oh, oh my God. And then, um, oh, oh my God. Sadly, lately it's like, I'll just start like doing work, but yeah, check my mail, check my mail. Speaking of mail, this is also weird. But, like, 
I like, does anyone else like reading their mail in the bathroom while they pee? No. Okay. Me either. (laughs) (laughs) It's the only place I feel comfortable reading my mail because whether it's bad mail or good mail, it's like I'm on the toilet. So it's like I have to like sit there and like read it because sometimes if I'm not in the bathroom, I just won't read the mail. Mm. (laughs) Sorry. Um, (laughs) Interesting. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, weird. Do you all remember the first time you got drunk? <laughs> I think this might be the last one because I'm I'm sure we've been talking for eight hours. Oh, okay. Um, yes. It would have been when I was working at MoMA and we'd crash all the art gallery parties. Mm-hmm. I remember the day after I was describing how I felt to like one of my old friends, Alvaro. And he's like, "Oh, sweetheart, you're hungover." And I was like, "I am." Oh. <laughs> and he got me like a Gatorade and like crackers. And he's like, "This is what you do when you're hungover." And I was like, "Oh, thank you." Because you guys know I'm only a social drinker, so I don't really, I didn't. And I waited until I was 21 to drink. Yeah. I so, I waited until I was 21 to like really get drunk. Like, I, I mean, I had had drinks before, like, being West Indian, you, like, drink when you're, like, five. But first time I was drunk, drunk, it was my 21st birthday. I was fucking wasted. Uh, I is probably the first week of orientation or, like, the first weekend I was, like, in undergrad. Nice. That's still not bad. So I didn't, bad. I didn't wait that long. <laughs> no, that's not bad. Think about like all those like suburban kids who have nothing to do and they're like Ugh. drunk and high at 13. Like you're fine. You're doing yeah. amazing, sweetie. Yeah. Yeah. But remember when you guys were concerned that I was partying too much? <laughs> yeah. I had an intervention for Stella um, freshman year of college. <laughs> So basically, I I mean, I went to school in Westchester and she went to school in (laughs) Connecticut. So we weren't that far from each other. Like we could literally take a bus to each other, a public bus, like a public transportation bus to see each other. But anyway, she's telling all these stories about how she's like waking up like, oh, I I threw up in my sleep and like all this stuff is happening. And I'm like, what in the actual fuck? You're going to die. I thought you were going to die. I don't know why. I, I like, know. She's going to get her stomach pumped. She's going to die of alcohol poisoning. And so then I was like, it's my job. I have to, <laughs> I have to post this intervention. I'm laughing because I remember the phone call. And mm-hmm. I was like, dude, it's not that serious. You were like, well, I just hear you like saying you're drinking a lot. And it's like all this drinking. <laughs> See? Like, I was so obsessed with you guys back then, right? Thing. It was exactly how it sounded, how you would think it would sound. But at the, <laughs> at the same time, though, I think I would just do that now. I'm still a little obsessed with you guys. You do Aww. that now. Yes. <laughs> like, um, I'm just checking in. I'm a little worried. <laughs> um, how, how's everything going? Um, the reason why I invited you to dinner tonight is because I actually think you have a drug problem. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> so compassionate. Um. Anyways, um. Last <laughs> question. Ooh. 
Do you remember the first time we recorded our podcast? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Guys. So whoever's listening, Black Girls Drinking Wine was something that we like thought of so many years ago. I want to say like maybe seven years ago. Something crazy like that. Some crazy time. And we <laughs> used to record in my living room and we would eat pizza and drink Moscato. <laughs> Before our wine palettes really <laughs> better. So we would drink Moscato and eat pizza. That Baron Tudor. That Baron Tudor. <laughs> exactly. And we would Oh my gosh. We would sit on the floor of my living room and we this was before sound effects. This was before <laughs> editing. And we only had one platform, guys. Do you remember we were just on SoundCloud? Only on SoundCloud. We've come a long way. That's true. And honestly, when I think about all of the firsts, that one has to be one of my favorites. Oh, you're so sentimental. (laughs) I love it. So that concludes our topic of the day, all about firsts. Let's move into stuff we love. So, you guys, this week for stuff we love. Ooh. Oh gosh, I thought you weren't gonna do it. I will so- do it until the day I die. Ooh yeah, <laughs> ooh yeah, <laughs> jam, oh jam. <laughs> so clearly, I think of all the bottles of wine we've had. This bottle is the most potent because we are losing our fucking mind. So for stuff we love, what is the alcohol content? It's only 11.5. What is happening? Okay. That's kind of high. No, but I've gone like 15%. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. And I I have like a full thing of pasta. What? Yikes. Um, So this week I am currently obsessing over ice cream, particularly the Ample Hills ooey gooey butter ice cream why do you ask because this ice cream is straight crack buck talenti buck hagen this ice cream is where it's at it literally is like a cake batter ice cream i love cake batter ice cream i know this is why i did this special shout out for you Ming. with where can i buy this whole foods With chunks of, get ready for it, guys, actual cake. There are chunks of cake. Is it moist cake or is it dry cake? Moist, gooey, butter (laughs) cake. I think. I'm getting this tomorrow. Is there a Whole Foods near Hudson Yards? There is, right? Not really, but I'm going to go. Okay. (laughs) It's amazing. When I go back to get buy all the pints. I will pick up one for you if you want. Because, you know, I'm usually in Whole Foods once a month. But it's amazing, guys. If you haven't heard of it, go out and get it. It will change your life. Um, They don't have a non-dairy option yet. You know I was just about to ask. But, but I think they will probably develop because it's so good. It's so good. Wait, do they have other flavors? They have peppermint ice cream. They have, like, sorry, it's peppermint patty cake, ooey gooey butter ice cream. There's like a bunch. They have four different flavors that they have in stores, but they also have their own ice cream shops. I think the original one, Ample Hills one, was on Vanderbilt. 
and I forget that cross street in Brooklyn. But it originally, yep, there's the, there you go. It originally started as one ice cream shop, and of course, they got bigger and begun to mass produce. But it's worth it. It's a bit pricey for a pint. Don't ask me how much it is because you will probably be like ten dollars. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's ridiculous. When I'm eating it, I don't think about that because it's it's worth it. I get my ten dollars worth. Okay, I believe you. <laughs> I'm getting it tomorrow. Yeah. Stop drinking. No. Nope. Like, right? Let's just finish this bottle, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm obsessing over. <laughs> I'm obsessing over Jillian Michaels' six weeks to abs DVD. I'm preparing to go to Carnival, so I want abs. So I've been using her DVD to get abs, and I love it. I mean, I haven't done it this week, so I need to do it. The last time I worked out was on Saturday, <laughs> so I should be working out like right now, but I'm really sleepy from this wine, so I'll probably work out tomorrow after I eat ice cream. <laughs> oh my, but you already have abs. Yeah, like, we've seen. I don't have, they're not there anymore ever since I turned 30. Uh, That's not what happens when you turn 30. <laughs> I mean, my ass got crazy crazy fat and my thighs got real juicy at 30 but like I, in a good way I'm not saying that I'm like a, oh my god I'm like I, I'm into it so like I believe you your body just like changes it softens up it's like hey bitch get a baby like yeah I'm here for it my body's become very womanly and shapely not fat just I'm very I have um Beyonce hips after she gave birth to Blue Ivy mm-hmm Mm-hmm. But I, I, I haven't given birth yet. Mika, do you have a bunch of wine in your I mean <laughs> Yeah, I was um I was guzzling down some wine at the moment. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna regret all of this tomorrow morning, but also whatever. Life's short. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Mickey, what are you obsessing over? I am obsessing over myself. I know that that sounds ridiculous, but in this world everything going on, you need to take time to love yourselves. And when I say love yourselves, I don't mean in like a bullshit, like, this is me, whatever. This I'm, I'm a Scorpio, so that's just how I am. Not like in a, that kind of way. I just really have been in this mood of giving myself lots of kind words being very patient with myself. I talk very nicely to myself when I'm having challenges and just being like, you're doing amazing. You fucking slay bitch. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. You are that bitch, bitch. So um, I've just been um, doing a lot of positive self-talk. Yes, I call myself bitch, but it's like... I love that you follow up with that. You're like, I mean, really? <laughs> any fucking feminist listening right now trying to tell me that that's not positive, let me tell you something, okay? Bitch is a term of endearment when I refer to myself as a bitch. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> We're also only speaking to intersectional feminists, not white ones. Sorry, Lena Dunham. Ew, why are you trying to... Don't even mention her right now. Ew, <laughs> ew, 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 get out of here. Ooh, let me get my crystals. Um, also, I've just been really prioritizing my self-care, my self-care mindsets. 
I feel like, I don't know what's happening astrologically or at whatever is happening in the universe. I feel like there's a lot of like breakdowns and communication happening. I don't know who's in retrograde this month or whatever this year, but with all of that madness, you need to be kind to yourself. And as long as you know who you are, if someone has an opinion that goes against that, if you have knowledge of self, that always comes first. Um, I've personally been struggling with a number of things these past few months. You girls fucking know. And at the end of the day, I am one resilient ass person and I'm very grateful to have that. And I just love me. So stuff we love, a bitch it's me. <laughs> I can't with you. And I love I'm it. really drunk, by the way. <laughs> but at least I'm like a happy drunk. Like you can't say I'm like a crazy drunk. Like I'm just happy and I'm like, I love me. None of, none of us are like that. But, mm-hmm. you know, that's amazing. Of all the stuff that we love, we should love ourselves first and foremost. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And speaking of Black Girl Gospel. Bloop. So this week, our Black Girl's Gospel quote, sometimes your light attracts moths and your warmth attracts parasites. Protect your space and energy. You right. <laughs> true, 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 true. <laughs> Things are crazy out there, you guys. Protect your space and energy at all costs, no matter what. Will do. Thank you for that. (laughs) That's it. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you later. Take care of yourselves and each other. Check your titties. XOXO. Bye. You like